0: So you're just out of school, you've been dreaming about starting your own business, are you ready to take your entrepreneurial dreams to the next level? This is the show for you. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio. Today's theme is Dream Like an Entrepreneur. This is 30 Careers Presents Dream Job Radio. I'm Daniel Laxton.
1: And this is Leah Laxton.
0: And this is the 30careers.com Presents Dream Job Radio Show. Our special guest is Brenton Geezer, and he's an entrepreneur, and he's a Generation Y person. But if you'd like to ask some questions or just call in and listen, uh, the number you can reach us at is 760-888-5718.
1: You can also Twitter your questions to Daniel's Twitter account, which is at Daniellaxton.com. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-L-A-K-S-T-I-N-S. And we uh, do have our Justin TV feed up today as well. If you go to justin.tv backslash 30careers, that's the number 30. And if you didn't get any of that,
0: just go to 30careers.com, and you can find us easily through there. So
1: what's going on today? Well, as always, we have an awesome guest that you mentioned. And then um, actually we will not have Campus Connection today. No, no not Sorry for ahead. everyone that um, was so excited Micah uh, is traveling to Dallas this uh, week. Oh Yeah, he took a vacation. He has left us for this weekend. And he didn't give us another intern. Yeah, so <laughs> so we're doing all this technical stuff on our own today. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. But be sure to tune in next week. But we will have Social Circle, which is our overtime segment on Justin TV. Where we'll true. hit a couple websites, show a few tech entrepreneur ideas and stay tuned for that.
0: So our special guest today is, again, a Generation Y entrepreneur. His name is Brenton Geezer.
1: He's done the corporate thing, the small thing. He's fundraised, bootstrapped, failed, and succeeded. Yeah, he's written a few uh,
0: books here. Um,
1: or articles. Yeah, articles, yeah. Mashable, uh, Under 30 CEO, Gen Juice, and many others. And if you'd like to learn more about uh, Brenton,
0: you can go to his website, www.brenton.com. Uh, that's dot uh, rcom right. And you can also follow him on
2: Twitter.
1: That's right. So, Brenton,
2: uh, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks for the nice introduction and nice welcome. Appreciate it.
0: <laughs>
2: Thank you. You're welcome. And i are- to host host. both of you guys for taking on all the technical work. I know how it is sometimes it's being not a non-technical person having to jump into that. It's scary, but you guys sound like you guys are doing an amazing job so far. So
1: Yes. <laughs> so far so good.
2: <laughs> well,
0: uh our listeners uh love especially if they're listening to the podcast, they love the segments that deal with entrepreneurs. Uh that's what we find our high fit for that. So uh, some of the questions that people want to know is, you know, how did you get started uh becoming an entrepreneur?
2: What did you realize, maybe, when you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Sure, yeah. And, um, yeah, I'll jump into kind of the uh, the brief story. And I know stories could sometimes really inspire, and you could actually apply the story to your life and uh, see the parallels, which is always powerful. So, uh, you know, I don't think I had that one epiphany moment. I, You know, it's it was a progression. I think a lot of people look for that specific time, right, that place in time where now the light bulb switches off and now, my new life has started, right? But with me, I think it was a little different. And uh, going into college, um, I was very stuck stuck in a box, academia. You know, I not to not to bash it, but it kept me within this confined box, only knowing you know a small amount of options. What was next? The next step, right? So yeah. I went into college and got you know got close with some some friends that really. Um, So, you know, they were actually building their own businesses on the side and all that kind of stuff. And I didn't even know where to start, but I knew that, you know, these guys, the way they held themselves, the dreams that they had were were inspiring to me. And they they saw something outside the normal realm of what my other college, you know, students saw. Um, So, you know, I was interested. I would start reading books that they were – we would have some, you know, in-depth discussions. And I knew then then and there, um, probably my senior year in college, that I wanted to do something a little different. And um, so what happened after that, I ended up actually going into the workforce and not doing something different at all. I actually started to work with my dad. And my dad owns a company. He owns a sales and marketing agency that works with apparel and footwear companies. And I did marketing for him. But on the side, I actually created um, a startup, and a startup that eventually failed. And, you know, the, in the introduction, you said, you know, I failed. And this was actually probably the, uh, the biggest, oldest failure I've had and it was actually really, really impactful to actually push me forward. Um, so I started the startup called Blacktop Hoops. And what Blacktop Hoops was all about was basically organizing recreational basketball in a way that basketball players could easily, you know, find basketball players in the area, find basketball courts, organize games, and eventually actually organize. It would be a platform for people that ran leagues and tournaments to to organize those, uh, those leagues and tournaments on. So... Um, so yes. say that again. As
1: it sounded like
2: a great idea. Thank you. I I thought so too. <laughs> so I dove in head first. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I dove in. I um we uh, we built a team up. So I you know I found um, a person that was very much um, you know enrolled and inspired of, of what we did. He jumped on board. We got a CTO, and I was fortunate to you know build a team. But um. I didn't build a strong foundation under that team, and I think I was too eager and desperate to build a team that uh, that it wasn't the right team, and, and the How vision wasn't strong enough. Uh, there was three people. That's good. Yeah, so it was you know it's it was a nice you know a small startup team which is salt three people. I, I like I like that balance, and I've started another company with three people that worked. Um, so we had a CTO, a CMO, and myself. Who was a CEO or president, and um, but once again, you know the foundation that we set ourselves on, the vision that I casted, I don't think was strong enough. It didn't resonate through all three of us. Eventually, it crumbled, and we decided to actually move in all different directions. And um, and after that, though, I I think what happened, and I think this is the answer to your question: what happened once <laughs> once we failed, right? That, this was a ton of Ton of time, ton of money. We had some a version of the product out public, which was pretty cool. Um, but uh, really, the, pr- the product that we envisioned never came to fruition. It was just absolutely devastating for me, as you know, a 23 year old who put a lot of time, a lot of money. Um, but I knew I wasn't really all in on it. I kn- knew I didn't like really push the chips all in. I knew I could have went a bit further. Um, but at the same time, when that when I decided, you know, that wasn't the right time, or that just wasn't the right thing, it's time to move on. Um, instead of actually being held back by that notion, I I saw a bunch of new opportunities actually expand um, in my mind, and I could just I could just see the possibilities expand, which was which was a time and place where I actually knew, and this may have been somewhat of an epiphany moment, not to downplay those, but I think at that point I knew that I was going to do. I was going to go on. I was an entrepreneur, and that I was a person that sees opportunities in the right light, and that there was something that I'd really be able to sink my teeth into and continue to build. That's excellent, That's excellent.
1: So, what was your, I guess, next venture from there?
2: So, my next venture after after that, I did a little bit of the corporate thing, as on on the bio on the blog talk. Um, so, I work for a company called LoopNet, and uh, oh, they're yeah. a commercial real estate internet company. And, we like them. Uh, is, oh, you guys know them? Oh, yeah. We like them a
1: lot. Yeah, yeah. and our, our other uh, job, we sometimes do for Our business. other business yeah. that we own. Yeah, <laughs> so, good company.
2: Oh, awesome. Are you guys in commercial real estate yourself?
1: We actually uh, do um, material sales for commercial building. Green, environmentally
2: friendly
0: building materials.
1: Yeah. Our, so our, 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 cool, cool
0: concepts, LLC.
1: Yeah, so that's been a good resource for, you know, gathering data on property managers and
2: all that kind of stuff. Wow, that's really cool. So, okay, so there's an alignment there. You guys know. Yeah, awesome. Well, yeah, so I I was that person maybe talking to you guys on the phone, right? So I did... I did some business development with them, um, but, it, yeah, it was a fantastic company. They actually provide a fantastic service and platform, uh, but, you know, my creativity was so pigeonholed there that I I felt like there was, there was a need for something else, and, you know, it was a fantastic job, fantastic people. The culture was pretty strong, um, but at that point, you know, I started to, and I think this was a huge part of my journey and I think hopefully some of the listeners could get some value from this. Um, I started to, you know, because of Blacktop Hoops, right, I was very involved in um, building social, I guess social media-based technology, right? So I wanted to get more involved in the space, the social media space and also young entrepreneur space, right? So um, I started to blog a bit, and I started to um, just get on Twitter and just have conversations, really. And so what I did just kind of organically, I identified a lot of the, uh, the influencers in the space. So actually a person like, um, I think the first young entrepreneur that I was really inspired by was a person, he's exactly my age. Um, he's actually one of my really good friends now. His name is June Lawiza, and he's a reward me. And um, so I remember watching a video from him, and then after that, I just saw all these other entrepreneurs he was connected to, and this whole network of tight. Network of Gen Y entrepreneurs and also social media entrepreneurs, um, and you could get in contact with them through Twitter immediately, right? So I just created conversations, you know, saw what projects they were taking on, right? I had, you know, I had questions about those projects, and built friendships with these people, and I was doing that while I was in LoopNet, and so what it allowed me to see was opportunities way outside the corporate space in, um, in space like social media that I was very interested in. Um, in the startup space in Silicon Valley, which, you know, I'm immersed in, right? I'm right the, dab in the middle in Silicon Valley. And um, and just actually build incredible relationships with people. So um, and then the next step was actually to work for a social media agency. That's,
1: that's great. Well, you know, and I know that you mentioned that you're really into, I guess, relationship building Uh, Can you talk a little bit about, I guess, why that's important to you and and
2: sort of what and how that's impacted your uh, entrepreneurship? Yeah, definitely. And I think that is, if I was to stress anything in terms of being an entrepreneur and building your career, you know, I I guess entrepreneurs don't always use the word career in alignment with what they do, but if you do want to actually put these guys in the same bucket, it's, it's all, it's so so important to actually have a relationship focused in building your entrepreneurial career. You have to be relationship focused. Have it be have you be a hacker and have you be a super incredible um, you know web developer, super hacker who can you know build crazy apps in you know a day and just like a night and be on rockstar or Red Bull all night, right? Um, even if you're that, at that talent level, it's all about relationships and it's all about being able to present yourself. In a way that you know that know what you're doing and you're adding value to other people, so um relationships have been absolutely everything for me so and how I approach them um is really i I have a lot of interest in other people, so you know I get interested in their projects what they're doing, and I think a really good example of this on how to um to leverage relationship relationships in helping out other people to um to also promote yourself was um Working with GenJuice, and uh, a lot of Gen Y entrepreneurs know who GenJuice, what GenJuice is. It's a, it's a really, it's basically a publication, a really strong publication online for young innovators, and they've been recognized by Inc. as like the MTV of the online world, and um, so they started out last year, and I basically I met Ariel Scott and Daniel Leslie. And I just thought they were incredible. And I just basically said, you know, how can I help? And um, just that little question opened up so much opportunity and that um, I, had, I had a lot of contacts in, you know, the social media, young blogger, young entrepreneur world, right? And um, they were incredible people that I knew were going to do incredible things. So I said, hey, let me just connect GenJuice to these bloggers. I'm sure they would love to pick this up, talk about it, interview you guys, and really spread the word of what GenJuice is. And um, so that's what I did. So I just basically helped help them out, connected them with all these bloggers that I knew, and it allowed me to actually connect with these bloggers and um, entrepreneurs on a deeper level because maybe I only knew some a little bit before, right? Maybe tweeted them once or twice. Uh, but now I could actually be showing them something, adding value to them, and tipping them off on something that's incredible coming their way. Uh, so that was, I think, right there, that was... A great opportunity for me because what it what I did I kind of dabbled in a project right I helped Genjuice build up their credibility and build up their social media influence through connecting them with other other people in the space but also I built relationships with those people in the space because I was presenting something of value to them and um, and it's allowed me to you know to kind of push out um, push out myself in the space a little better and you know being an advisor to Genjuice is a nice thing as well. So do you do you actually then uh, charge a consultancy to ten juice now or? <laughs> no, nothing like that. We're uh we're all we're all fantastic friends and they're building their empire one step at a time and they're I know they're bootstrapping it, but they're also actually looking for angel investors. So if there's any angel investors out there that's interested in talking with them, you definitely should 'cause they are they're gonna be doing something special and they already are. Um so no. So no. Um basically um, the value that I created for them was just, um, I, you know, was basically it was mutually beneficial because I got to put myself out there. Um, and basically the company that I started at that time, ConvoSpark, which, which is still a social media agency that's out there, uh, we were doing some pro bono work for them. Um, so it was a great opportunity for GenJS to get these contacts for um, ConvoSpark to do some pro bono work and, you know, get some press from that, um, et cetera. That's good. So
0: relationships are, are excellent. Do you think college was a, a good place for you? Because it sounds like you uh, created your team from college uh, mates or friends. Um, how do you, you think, um, yeah, we're just trying to think of some advice maybe to give some of the, the generation-wise that are listening right now. Um, maybe if they're, they're wanting to start their own business right now, but they, you know, there's, there's, there's pitfalls, and by the way, you're listening to the Dream Job Radio Show. It's presented by 30 Com, and we're talking with Brenton Geezer, and he is an well, he's a social entrepreneur. It sounds like now. <laughs> so, uh, but so, advice though. Uh, what are some of those those things maybe you can share? If they're maybe they're scared to start their business, or maybe maybe they're, they're afraid of failure. Which that's not a terrible thing, from what you were
2: mentioning earlier.
0: But yeah, what what other advice would you give?
2: Yeah. And um and I know at that age I could use I I thought I could use a ton of advice, right? Um yeah. so I think, you know, if if you're if you're in college and or you know, you're just a young entrepreneur or a young ambitious person that wants to create something, um I think first of all, I think it's really important to actually um to kind of get out of your own way cuz first of all there's going to be a lot of barriers self-imposed barriers that you're going to create for yourself right there's a lot of things that i created for myself like oh you know i can't do this all these people that are creating these businesses have their mbas or you know they, you know they already have 500 you know 500,000 um you know from a vc firm or all this type of stuff that I didn't have enough knowledge or why me, why why should I be the one creating this, right? So there's going to there's gonna be all those questions. And I think recognizing all that chatter in your head as simply chatter <laughs> and nothing more, nothing less, and be able to act, act in spite of all these conversations you have with yourself that are disempowering. Um, so I think my practical advice would be, first of all, just start start something. And start small, because one mistake I made with Black Talk Hoops, I try to start Gigantic, right? I tried it. I wanted to make the influence of Blacktop Hoops scale nationwide right away. I wanted the product to be as robust as possible. And what that get, where that gets you, is with um, with a, it gives you a lot of debt. It gives you um, first of all, it actually pulls your impact. It really kind of uh, wears you pretty thin in terms of the impact you really can have. Um, so what I would what I would advise is start small. You know. Start a blog. Start following some people that are very of interest to you in the space and start getting your own opinions on things and start um you know, getting passionate and getting excited about different things in the space and start talking about it. Start talking about it on Tumblr, uh create your own WordPress blog, whatever that is. And then and then at the same time, you know, look at look at opportunities. And I I mean once again, I, I think it's all about um just acting and starting something, right? But I would advise, you know, if if there's um, – if you feel like you don't have a strong stake in the space right now, you know, start small. Start with a small project, you know, and have that project focus on uh, getting other people to really jump into your idea. And don't be scared to give a piece of that idea to other people because ultimately those are people that are going to be helping you out venture after venture after venture. So I think um, if I was to break it down into three bullet points of advice – I would say, yeah. first of all, stop listening to this disempowering stuff and just act. Um, second of all, I would say start small, not small as in, you know, just a nothing type thing, but start start something where you can have an impact, right? And it's not going to actually hit your bank account too much, uh, but it's more of a learning experience and connecting experience. And last thing, um, whatever project you create, make sure to give a little piece to other people and be able to get people in on your project, and it doesn't have to be as formal as, you know, you're my co-founder, you're the CTO, you're this, you're that, but say, hey, well, won't you help me with this? And maybe something like what the Gingers Girls did with me, like, Brenton, we would love for you to be our social media advisor. Um, can you help us with this, right? And that really helps you build relationships. It allows you to spread your project further than you could ever spread it yourself, and it and it also just um, creates a great dynamic for what you're doing. That is awesome. awesome.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And I know that you have quite a following on Twitter. Uh, you're very involved in it. How has that sort of changed the game, or how long have you been on Twitter? I guess you might ask course, And how has that kind of changed the game for you when it comes to making those relationships?
2: Yeah, sure. I I think Twitter is such an incredible tool, and I'm I'm definitely no authority on Twitter. Um, I use it now I use it more casually than anything else, but I use it really to focus on um relationships, right? So mm-hmm. what's been what's been very interesting to me, I think Twitter is the ultimate um how do I want to say this? I guess the ultimate like steamroller, it really flattened the space really, really nicely. So what I mean by flattening the space, like a per all three of us, right, can tweet Shaq at any moment and Shaq yeah. could potentially respond to us. Uh, he'll at least see what we have to say about him, about the Celtics, whatever it is, right? And that's a real flattening of the world. Um, so it's just incredibly – it's just incredible. And, like, for example, you know, I'm sure we all know Robert Scoble, who's um, just, you know, basically the, the ambassador of, of – excuse me, ambassador of technology in Silicon Valley and beyond, Um just from a couple of tweets with him and noticing that he lives in Half Moon Bay, where I'm from, uh, I had a conversation with him and was able to sit down with him for like an hour and a half at a coffee shop and just chat tech. And that's wow. the power of Twitter. So and what I, I would yeah. say is – say that again, Daniel? That is really cool. <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing is, you know, at that point, I I – like no influence on Twitter, right? I mean, people aren't hashtagging anything about me or anything like that. And still still not really. So it's just it's just an amazing tool. You could connect with anybody instantly. I would say if you're not on it right now, start right now. Start right now and start having conversations. Don't necessarily use this as a tool where you're just using this as a feed where you're feeding your blog posts out online. You know, I mean, yes, you do want to get that and all that kind of stuff, but that's not going to build you followers. Um, create conversations. Put state the, put your stake in the ground about what space you're in and try to prove that you actually know something about that space. If you're the ultimate business development guy in the startup space, right, start talking about that. Find the guys that are incredible at business development in the space, like Tristan Walker, the, the Foursquare guy, and there's a bunch of other people in San Francisco that are just amazing, right? Talk to those people, have conversations, and start becoming one of those people, but your own self-version of that. Um, So I would highly, highly recommend it. And just for an example, um, a new project that I'm taking on right now, which is called Be Social Change. Uh, Basically, what we're all about, we're about empowering people to be the social change that they want to see in the world, right? Um, And we're building out a platform for that. Uh, But we started on Twitter probably like three weeks ago and we're just doing everything organically. We don't have, like, thousands and thousands of followers. But All we had was a Twitter account, um, but we have almost, I think it's almost, like, 200 followers now, but we've had discussions with some of the most incredible organizations, like Acumen Fund and all that, um, just over Twitter, by, you know, showcasing what they're all about to our small community, and we could extend the conversations from there, and now we, we could talk with them. And so it's just, it's an amazing thing, and, if you know, for all you Gen Y op- entrepreneurs, do it right now and start having some conversations. If you have nobody to talk to, you could tweet me. It's Brent and, Gieser, and uh and we could chat on Twitter. So <laughs> I would I would hey, start right away.
0: Hey, so uh, talk to us about maybe uh, your latest venture.
2: You, you, you're you're
0: doing something different right now, aren't you?
2: I am. I am. So I I know my. Discussion of what I'm doing. It was not completely linear, so just like so fill in the gaps. Once I was with LoopNet, I ended up going to another social media agency. Once I was at that social media agency, I decided, hey, I could do this myself, or I could do this with my other partners. Let's do it. And we created ConvoSpark, which I alluded to at one point. And uh, what ConvoSpark does, we create, um, we basically create social technology for brands and um, and mid-sized companies and we focus on mobile, Facebook, etc. those platforms. Um, but during that time, I got involved uh, consulting another startup that I was extremely passionate about. The startup right now is called Asked Out, so A-S-K-E-D. And um, for the simple reason that we can't really pronounce it too well, it's so funny that you can't pronounce ask that well. Uh, We've yeah. changed the name, so don't hold true to that. It's kind of a tough one, huh, guys? yeah that's uh that's kind of a tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs> funny i know. but, but so you know, um you asked out on a date or not <laughs> yeah and see we get that too. We're not a dating site, we're not that we're basically what we are we're a um a social loyalty platform for like retail businesses to really connect with customers so what what we do in essence is have the businesses and their employees. Really directly connect with our customers, so it's a communication platform. They could send out deals, they can um, you know invite groups of people, and they could really um, get to know their customers through our platform. So that's that's what we're creating right now. We're in our pre-launch launch stage, and we're actually fundraising right now. Um, so we're trying to close up our seed round. We have part of it, but we're looking for uh, 500k to fund uh, this. And you know, it's just it's something that we've been testing. And I'm extremely passionate about because we really want to better the better the experiences of all people involved in in um in the world of you know just local business, have it be at your local coffee shop or restaurant so i we feel if we focus on the business and employees and connect them directly with the customers, they'll all focus on bettering the experience and bettering the business um so that's my main thing right now, and did you have a question, Daniel?
0: No we're just going to finish finish up though, but we uh yeah, that's awesome some excellent advice you've given to to us too um, if you're listening to thirty uh, careerscom dot com student job radio, uh, our special guest has been uh, Bruntonzer uh, he is an entrepreneur he has lots of excellent advice. Uh, you can actually uh, follow him on twitter he, he's willing to help you with uh, ideas and um, but you can also find him at
1: yeah, thank you so much, Brenton. We appreciate your time.
2: Thanks, Brenton. Thank you guys. This was this was fun. This is a great way to spend my Saturday morning, and I hope all the <laughs> listeners um, got some got some good stuff from this. And if you guys have any questions, or um, yeah, if you want me to expand on anything, you guys could hit me up on Twitter anytime. And I really appreciate you guys. Thank you guys.
1: Awesome. Well, we'll be in touch for sure.
2: Sounds great. Talk to you guys soon. I
1: well, another great guest here on Dream Job Radio, and we actually have another awesome guest next week. We're very excited about another fantastic entrepreneur. Yeah, we're doing uh, entrepreneurs back to back this uh, the
0: past two weeks. Yeah, you guys
1: want it, and we're supplying it. So we're <laughs> excited.
0: Our theme will be turn your dreams into sweet revenge,
1: and we'll <laughs> have of New York City's wine and cupcake bar, Sweet Revenge, talking to us about how he basically turned his um I guess you could say dream crushingness into <laughs> something really awesome.
0: Yeah. And Micah
1: will be back next week with Campus Connection. Yeah. So we uh
0: we're gonna be on Justin T V in just a few minutes. If you listen to the podcast, please click to next week's podcast. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but uh go ahead Listen to us on Justin TV, but uh, this has been the Dream Job Radio Show. I'm Daniel Laxton.
1: This is Leah Laxton, and thank you for listening. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio.